This is the Hawthorne 73 Drive Podcast. Design, rigor, innovate, victory, everyone. What's driving you? Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of the D73 Drive Podcast. I am one of your hosts, John Reed, the Director of Instructional Technology for Hawthorne School District 73 in Vernon Hills, Illinois. Uh, I don't have Karen with me today. Karen is out today, so uh, I am flying solo host-wise, but I do have a guest with me today. Want to introduce yourself real quick? Yes, I am Sarah Lill, and I am the Library Media Specialist here at Middle School North. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Um, So Sarah is here today because this is our V of our drive. If you're joining us maybe for the first time or you've been here only a couple times, the drive podcast, each of those letters stands for something and V is what we're on today and that is for victory. So we want to talk with Sarah because this is your first year here in the Hawthorne district and so we just kind of wanted to find out like what are some of the things that have gone well for you this year? What are some of the exciting things that have happened, are happening, that you're planning to have happen in the future? So just kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit because we've been going through for the last couple years and um, if if you as staff or parents have noticed that we've been renovating some of our libraries, we've been trying to update the spaces and updating some of our resources. So we've got a lot of things that are going on uh, from now through even the next couple years at our libraries. So we're very excited about that to, to bring our libraries up to speed uh, from some of the older spaces that we have to to make them new and to um, to be able to fill them with the kind of resources that our students need now. So um, so let me just start with this one. Um, can you share some of the more significant improvements or changes that you've kind of made to the library in your first year here? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I really wanted as I came into this position as the library to be more than just a place to, an alternative space to take your class. I wanted to create a co-teaching collaboration with all of the teachers here in the school. And so I have developed wonderful relationships with our teachers and students so they feel comfortable coming down and we'll co-teach together, we'll come up with really exciting ways to engage their students. Uh, We've had some really fun book launches in the library. Uh, We've created a really cozy reading atmosphere as well so they can bring their class and uh, get excited about books. We have a fireplace now, a little mock fireplace. We've done a lot of weeding trying to update our collection so that we can have dynamic shelving so that means the books are facing forward and that's really helped increase checkout. Uh, We also have created an online learning space as well. I have a library website where students can access uh, digital book tastings. They have access to how to research with databases. There's surveys. I am very big into surveys, getting that feedback from teachers and students. So one of the things the students have really wanted as well is more graphic novels and an area that they can kind of decompress. So we took one of the corners uh, in the library and now it's all manga, graphic novels. We have some uh, games that the students can play, Rubik's Cubes. Uh, We just finished a community puzzle uh, to collaborate together and that all came from student feedback. So those are some exciting changes that we've made. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I always found when I was, uh, because I was a teacher here at Middle School North, and I always found that in my classroom library, I had this huge old 
bookshelf that I think I had stolen from another teacher when they retired right before I got here. Mm -hmm. And I, that was my classroom library. And my wife was a librarian, so I had this whole checkout system for my classroom <laughs> library. And I always remember that, because I, I love comic books, I had a bunch of graphic novels, and those were the ones that were constantly flying off the mm -hmm. shelf. My kids always come in to pick those up. Yeah. Uh, I, I never could keep them on the shelves. So, yeah, and we yeah. really have updated to to a lot of nonfiction graphic novels, too. So yeah. I'm always encouraging students, okay, I love to learn something new as I'm reading, so let's pick up a biography that's a graphic novel or a nonfiction so that we can you know, expand our knowledge of what we're doing in class through a graphic novel. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. What do you find? So you mentioned a couple of different things that you've kind of added to the library this year and, and like some of the cozy seating and some of the changes in how the, you know, how books are displayed, the forward facing shelves, everything else. Mm -hmm. Have you found thing, anything in particular, and, and maybe this is for any other teachers around the district, maybe they've got their own little classroom library or, um, you know, they're just trying to kind of work with kids on how to get them to really love reading. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know that we... You know, I know that they've got their, their reading and writing lessons that they have to yeah. do, but even just reading for fun and enjoyment, like what are some of the things that you've done or things that you've seen that like this really hits with kids mm -hmm. in terms of getting them to love reading? Yeah, that is a fantastic question. And I think the biggest thing that you can do as a teacher, as a librarian, is give your students choice and allow them to first build a relationship with that student. So I know this student really loves to skateboard and to be able to go outside. So then in my mind, I'm just starting to think about all the books that I've read that have to do with a kid that plays sports or that is a skateboarder. I've had a few students this year, Mrs. Hill, I've never read a book from start to finish and I just am not into reading. I don't like to read. So again, that is like my personal mission. I'm going to find a book that's going to, you know, fit their interest uh, and a lot of times I will start with a graphic novel and then they start building their reading confidence yeah. and they're excited that they finished a book in a week and now I can start, you know, encouraging them to try a different book. So I think your love of reading as a teacher, and if you read outside of school, I try as much as I can to be reading YA, so then I can give those personal recommendations to students. I also started this year, I go to the classrooms and I do book tastings, and I will do book talks, first chapter Friday, you know, try to get them hooked on a book, or I'll pick a really suspenseful part in the middle of a book that just like is a total cliffhanger, and then they're like, oh, where can I go get that? I need to go check it out. Uh, so those are kind of fun ways to engage the students. Um, I also did March Madness books this year, so the kids were really pumped to vote on books and be able to have a little competition around books, and every single one of our March Madness books were checked out and were placed on hold. So that was really cool to see as well. Um, so just being able to share your love of reading, I think is a huge thing, that kids are excited and um, want to be able to read a book and be like, oh, you read this, I read this, let's talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so that's a, a really nice way as well. Yeah, yeah. I know my own daughter, we were you know, we were in the car and we had to pick up a friend of hers and, and drive her somewhere just the other day and my daughter was in the back seat of the car reading a book mm -hmm. and my daughter has, much like myself and my wife and my whole family, she has some kind of quirky reading tastes and so she had started reading just because I mentioned that my dad 
was trying to, my dad loved Russian authors, and so he was trying to get his kids to read them when we were all in high school, mm -hmm. and my brother and sister, they wouldn't do it, Like, but I did. I was like, yeah, I'll read this. My, my sister said there was, she started to read it, and there was a scene where somebody eats something gross, and I'm like, well, then I'm done. I'll mm -hmm. totally read that. And so I read it, when I mentioned that to my daughter, and she's like, well, I want to read it. Mm -hmm. So she's talking with her friend, she's in sixth grade, talking with her friend the other day, and her friend is like, what are you reading? My daughter's like, well, it's a book by a Russian author, it's Alexander Solzhenitsyn, and it's called One Day in the Life of Ivan Denisovich, and it's a, and she's like, why are you reading that? She's like, I don't know, it's fun. It's like, so you gotta like listen to what kids are interested in. Yeah. I, I've noticed my daughter is really big into like the murder mysteries and mm -hmm. things like that. She's written, she's been reading a bunch of like Agatha Christie and and uh, she's been reading some Shirley Jackson and like some of the older stuff. And I was a little surprised that because normally she's reading the newer kind of YA type mm -hmm. stuff, but she's really kind of gotten hooked on. And it was because we offered her some of those choices and kind of listened to her and said, what are some of the things that you enjoy from what you've been reading, mm -hmm. Netflix shows you've been watching, right. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then we'll try to find and it works out, thankfully, that my wife is a librarian and just knows a bunch of this stuff off the top of her head. But mm -hmm. yeah, just listening to kids and yeah. really just kind of getting to know them and know what their tastes are. And yeah, that's awesome. Um, so in, just in thinking about, so this is your first year at Hawthorne and your first year here in the library. Um, this being your first year and reflecting on that first year, what are some of the things that you feel like you're most proud of? I would say that I am most proud of the relationships that I have built here. With this being my first year, you know, it can be a little nerve-wracking nerve reaching out and trying to, you know, hook people to come to the library. But I have to be honest, I really haven't even had to try that hard. Yeah. People are like, oh, I want to come to the library and I want to try uh, creating uh, a new lesson or try something different. So the teachers here are so wonderful and I've just felt like I've got really great relationships with them. The students are so positive and excited to have me here. So that's been so wonderful to be able to make those connections. And our administration here is so supportive too. So they just make you feel like, you know, you belong here and you um, are doing a great job. So I think those relationships is a really big piece. Another thing that I'm gonna plug is Sora. And I was gonna ask you about Sora. Yeah. yeah. So if you didn't know this, we have a ebook and audiobook app that we've had access to the public library. Uh, and before this, our digital collection here at MSN was like about 100 ebooks. And now we have over 1,200 ebooks, thanks to the district office and all of their help um, in getting us started with this. But we have had so many students that are excited to read anytime, anywhere. And uh, so I'm really proud of the, the efforts of putting that all together. And I was just looking at the statistics. Um, and right now, as we're winding down, having all books be due, uh, at Middle North, we have like 320 ebooks and audiobooks checked out. And at Middle School South, we have over 300. And then the elementary schools, you know, each of us have hundreds of books that are still being able to be read now and over the summer as well. Yeah. So that's a really exciting new feature that I'm excited to work with teachers on class sets and all that kind of stuff to get new uh, books into their students' hands. Yeah. That's part of the fun part too, is the kids have, especially the elementary kids, have their iPads mm -hmm. that they can take home over the summer, and the middle school kids have their, their Chromebooks as well. 
but the fact that we've got those ebooks now that they can take them in, they can take over the summer and they can keep reading. Mm-hmm. You know, because I know there were there would always be kids years past when I was a teacher here. They'd come to the library. Oh, can I just keep this one over the summer? No, you've got to turn it in. You've got to. But now having that opportunity to have those over the summer is is even better. I think mm-hmm. that's something that when we started doing the one-to-one devices a few years ago, like that's something we were looking forward to was someday mm-hmm. we'll get it set up so that we can have something like this and, and now we do. So Yeah, so and awesome. kids yeah, do it on their phones, listen to an audiobook yeah. on the way to school and yeah, so it's been really nice. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I will, since you mentioned, I will give a quick shout out. Part of the team that helped put that together, I know Lauren Boardman, one of our coordinators of teaching and learning, uh, Barb Nielsen, who mm-hmm. works with our grants, um, Leanne Taylor um, in our CSBO, and so I just, a, a huge, and the librarians, like mm-hmm. you know, all of you I think have worked together. I was sitting in on some of those meetings to get this up and running, and mm-hmm. I just think it's such a cool thing that we've got for our kiddos now. Mm-hmm. Um, really quickly, what is something like what are the future plans like what have you got like on the horizon Mm -hmm. you know this is coming next year or this is like a a wish list item that it may not be next year but it's somewhere in the future like what are some of the future plans you've got for the library uh so this year i've done a lot of really cool collaborative lessons with the teachers like book launches and we've had um just really fun interactive experiences author investigation and always like setting the stage to engage so a wish list I really want to organize an author visit to be able to you know connect some of the books that the kids are reading with their author and be able to meet them that's definitely a big one uh, I am creating a student supply center right now so uh, we had like a few school supplies but I kind of want to make it a little bit maker um, Uh, more oriented so that students can feel like they have some materials to get hands-on in the library. I love working with small groups, filmmaking, podcasting, but also hands-on is really important. And uh, same thing, we have some like interactive whiteboards that we're going to be putting up too. So just trying to make ways that like small groups can get comfortable in the library and enhance their learning. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. Um, I was going to ask you real quick, is your, so your library website, is that on the Middle North website? Yes. How would people find that? Yeah, msnlib.weebly.com. Okay, awesome. And if you want to see my fun pictures of all of our cool stuff, then Twitter. I okay. am on Twitter at Lil Librarian. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. All right. Thank you, everybody. We will see you back here next week. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the D73 Drive podcast. Design, rigor, innovate, victory, everyone. What's driving you?